Well, good Tuesday morning, everybody. It is the 4th of January. My title today is The Power of Consistency. Now, you might be thinking, based on that title, that this is just going to be another guilt trip message. Well, it's not. And I'd encourage you to read on because it is quite the opposite. Actually, all of us have achieved success already in quite a number of areas in life because of our ability to be consistent. If we were not consistent in breathing, well, (laughs) we'd be dead. If we were not consistent in eating, we would also be dead. If we are not consistent in hydrating our body with water or drinks that contain water, we'll die, which is why there's football and beer. If we are not consistent in allowing our bodies to eliminate waste, well, you get the picture. Those are the basic consistencies of life, and most of us are pretty good at them. However, there's some areas where we're less consistent than we should be, right? I mean, if we live on junk food, that may be a consistency of food, but it can also destroy your health. If you press yourself too much at work and then negate sleep so that you can stay up and look at porn, you'll become less effective and possibly could lose your job. One thing that we are consistent about is, well, sad to say, looking at porn. We don't have to push ourselves and set time for it in our schedule. We make time for it and use the time that should be used for other things into time to feed our addiction. Now, I wonder why, when it comes to being consistent, it is a struggle to maintain it if that consistency We're doing things that are good for us. The things that are bad for us are easy to be consistently doing. Why? Because they help us feel good. They provide a way of escape. It's a time of pleasure in the midst of life's burden. However, in reality, those addictive types of behavior, well, they're not free. There is a price they demand, which at first you will not really notice, but as the addiction grows and consumes more and more of your time, well, pretty soon you are no longer having it. It has you, and you've become its prisoner. And this seems to be especially true when it comes to the spiritual disciplines that we need to be doing so that we're growing a deeper relationship with the Lord and with other uh, people. A couple may have been sleeping together in the same bed for decades. Getting that rest is important to a balanced and healthy life, but it does not happen to deepen your relationship and strengthen your marriage, especially if one or both of you snore. Going to church one day a week to worship and hear a biblical message and talk with friends, well, that's a good thing, but it will not make you a stronger man of God who can say no to sexual sin and maintain a walk with the Spirit 
which would be transforming you into a more godly man. And perhaps even the pastor has an addiction to porn, like I did. So what are the things that we need to grow consistent in doing that will have the power to change us? Well, some like to call them spiritual disciplines. I like to think of them as spiritual life support. If we're maintaining these things commanded of us in the Bible, our spiritual growth will be the result. But if we neglect them, well, you already know about that because that's why you're part of 180 Ministries. So here's my first recommendation to you in how to develop spiritual consistency in your life. The first step sounds simple, but it seems hard. People usually fail in doing it for two reasons. They try to overdo it to make up for lost time. They overpromise and underdeliver. And this is a pandemic, especially at the beginning of a new year. The desire to begin to make changes is a good thing. But let's learn from our past mistakes and figure out why we failed and gave up trying. Well, I have two suggestions. First, we commit to trying to do too much and we become discouraged. We want to make up for lost time, but listen, that can't be done. All we can control is how we're spending our time each and every day. And if we do not have a plan to work, then, as the old saying goes, we're only planning to fail. And secondly, after trying to do too much, then we give up too soon. We believe that we should begin to see results quickly and that instant change does not happen when we get discouraged and we give up. Some of that is affected by what our mindset is when we're beginning. If we want to see instant results or change in a few days, we give up hope easily and we begin to feel bad and then we go back to our addiction to feel better. Well, listen, my friends, there's one word on this that Jesus taught his disciples in John 15. And all of this is summed up in that one word. See if you can pick it out of the passage. Uh, Jesus said in John 15, quote, Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself, Unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, and you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he is the one who bears much fruit. And apart from me, you can do nothing, end quote. Jesus tells his disciples and he's telling us that we need to abide in him. If we're not doing that, then we're a branch that will bear no fruit. And if we are abiding in him, we will bear much fruit. And then he says, apart from him, we can do nothing. So 
How does one abide in Jesus? Now, that word abide is simple. It's not a complex idea. It simply means to remain. Some translations will use the word remain instead of abide. Again, it all comes down to the connection between the branch and the vine. If the connection is good and the branch is drawing all that it needs to be alive and bearing fruit, then those things will happen. However, if we're not abiding, if that is not the case, if we have minimized Christ to the few seconds in the corners of our life, then bearing fruit will not happen, and that branch, lacking what it needs to remain alive and bear fruit, will wither and become barren. Now tomorrow, we'll go into some of the basics on how to abide in Christ so that we can begin to see Him by the Holy Spirit who dwells within us begin to produce His fruit, which results in our spiritual growth, and we'll begin to find more and more freedom from our addictions. This is John Doyle with 180 Podcast. God bless you, my friends. I hope you do have a great day in the Lord. In fact, I hope you have a great week, month, year in the Lord as we walk together. God bless you. Take care. And goodbye.